In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional, and this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show: murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Man, there that goes. <clears throat> All right, so there's an individual out there in uh, Japan, J A P A N. It's a whole nation out there. <laughs> a lot of folks having a good time. There's a lot of folks out there wow. in Japan. All right, what? These are folks that actually have a joint in between their thigh bone and their shin bone and their Japan knees. Really? Oh. You're a dork. Oh. Watch out. And uh, this individual goes by the name of Shinjiro Koizumi. All right. And a couple days back, they were presenting some ideas on how we ought to be tackling climate change. Now, they may have said more words. All right. But the short video clip that's available that I found... And just the kind of shit, it's like, this is not, don't millennial like this. He looks like a millennial. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. Salud. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. And this, uh, this individual, now the reason why they have such a, uh, such a big name. Ooh. Excuse me. Salud. Is that they were speaking on the eve of a United Nations uh, climate summit in New York. And uh, what is this fucker's? Um, they have a uh, d- what is it called? A, d- 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 a job? <laughs> what is it like in the uh, environmental? Yes, in the oh, they're thirty eight. Oh, is that, is that like just barely millennial? Yeah, that's you. That's me. Yeah, yeah. So this is definitely a big time OG millennial. <laughs> All right, and uh, this is. Here we go. On tackling such a big and tackling such a big and big scale issue like climate change, it gotta be fun. I, right. It gotta be cool. All right. Hey. It gotta be sexy too. What? Climate change gotta be fun, cool, and sexy. Is he, like, a TLC fan? Like, low-key? Crazy, sexy, cool? He's 38. <laughs> he's 38, and this is how well he speaks English. So, yeah, that's a given, okay? Mm-hmm. Clearly a TLC fan. Probably has a Naughty by Nature CD lying around somewhere. CDs. A Tupac yes. tape. Oh, yeah. Probably has at least one Hood movie soundtrack, right? Might be New Jersey Drive. 
could be Crooklyn, could be Boys in the Hood, but he has a hood movie soundtrack. It's somewhere. New Jack City. It's New Jack City. It's New Jack City. New Jack City. Yo, Queen Latifah got the fuck off on that fucking soundtrack. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. You gotta be sexy too. You gotta be sexy too. And my first thought was like, you don't, nigga, pay attention to what's going on. What's the biggest thing in climate change discussion right now? A fucking child. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> fucking unaware motherfuckers. So, yeah, this is uh, Japan's new environment minister, which I can't imagine how relevant that job is because they don't even capitalize it. <laughs> <laughs> the new environment minister. All right. So they pledged um, on Sunday to mobilize young people to push his coal dependent country forwards to a low carbon future by making the fight against climate change sexy and fun. Okay. All right, Koizumi. Uh, so, like we said, he was speaking at the United Nations, and he further said, uh, "Oh, excuse me." He said, uh, "We are committed to realizing a decarbonized society, and we are ready to contribute as a uh, as a more powerful country in the fight against climate change." No, you're not. <laughs> All right, like is China's just another capitalist Japan. motherfucker. Japan. I'm that much of a McMurrican. <laughs> I've said Japan so many times. I made a Japanese dad joke and still said China. <sighs> Aren't they just capitalists? Yeah, I mean. So as long as there's a profit motive, there's going to be some climate change. Right. Yeah, that's the thing that people like, oh, we need to fight climate change. It's like as long as the already established rich people of the world are making money we're not going to do anything. We need to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, and we can. Again, if you really think you're going to do it, can you take on, first take on and take down. It's like a video game where you beat all the bosses. Right. Uh, literally, all yeah. the bosses. The Your local um, city police, then your county sheriffs, mm -hmm. then the state police, mm -hmm. and then they start bringing in military-type figures. Yeah, National you, Guard. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna take all them down because that's what's between you and the big club that we ain't in. Mm -hmm. And y'all know what it looks like because I know y'all saw Ferguson. And that was just their local city police. And no, National Guard was there. National Guard? Mm-hmm. And them niggas wasn't even fighting. What was there, like, one white boy plant that threw a brick? Yeah. And one nigga that threw, a like, a flare back? Yeah, that threw, yeah. While holding a bag of chips? Emphasis on back. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that was quite little. Like, you, you want to know what self-defense is? <laughs> and he's dead. Ain't a gang of them niggas dead? Almost, yeah. Almost everybody who was, like, instrumental in Ferguson has since died, mysteriously. Um, due to gunshot wounds in their cars, which are apparently self-inflicted, um, committing suicide by hanging themselves from trees while partially disrobed. You know, the ways that black people normally kill themselves. Oh, yeah. That's how I plan on doing it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Half naked from a tree? Yeah. Yeah, just kiss my ass one last time. That's mm -hmm. the whole thought. That's, that's mm -hmm. what the niggers want to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's going on, folks. But no, also, it's just, no. I hate the whole, like, you have to make it sexy, because it's like, this isn't sexy. Like, oil spills aren't 
sexy. Re having to rebuild houses because of hurricane damage isn't sexy. Like, it's not fucking sexy. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I hate that. That's like that, um, like the March for the Cure, right? Susan G. Komen, like, oh, save the tatas. And it's like, wow, I wish ovaries were also sexy. Maybe we'd care about ovarian cancer, too. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I just hate the whole, like, make it sexy and fun. No, the shit isn't sexy. It isn't fun. People right. are dying. You Animals said, like, are... like, repairing from hurricane damage and shit? Yeah, not sexy. that's not sexy. What if you have, like, skinny cis people doing it that are, like, well-groomed and they have just the right amount of dirt on their face, like, in the, and the woman's hair is always wet? No. All Her hair no. is wet. No. But just, but not dripping. Yeah, just right. Pleasantly damp the mm -hmm. whole time. No, still not sexy. No, no. You're sure about I'm this? I'm sure it's not sexy. What about okay? Not skinny cis people. Mm -hmm. Thick cis people. Mm -hmm. Huh? Still not sexy. Eh? Hey. There's nothing sexy about having to rebuild a house or like pick up garbage. Picking up garbage isn't sexy. That's why we make inmates do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, and then you, that you're going right against that light-skinned Sacramento brother. All right. and uh, But I thought that you uh, lefties liked things like picking up garbage. And I mm -hmm. thought you lefties were all pro-sex, man. So you don't like to have garbage sex? I'm kink-shaming. No. You're being a grouch. I'm being a grouch. Like, people haven't heard you for 700 episodes, 800 episodes. Mm. It's like 940 now. Whatever. <laughs> Nine, wait, really? Yeah we're, yeah, we're closing in on four digits. Oh, shit. We got to do something for the thousandth episode. Yeah, we're not going to remember. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never remembered. Not once. Like, when it hit 50, 100, I've never remembered. <laughs> I've always been like, I'm going to do it this time. Nah, I'm fucking Well, we not. did do the 700 Club. That was... That's because we wanted an old white man to die. Well, so did everybody else, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has at least one. Yeah, everyone. I mean, I think everyone's one is Pat Robertson, probably. Right, like, e even, even other old white men. Like, you know, Bernie Sanders just wants to fucking beat Donald Trump to death with a <laughs> fucking pipe. Brooklyn style. Brooklyn. Like, you, oh. you know, he mumbles under his breath, fucking Queens, rich boy. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Bernie is disgusting because he's a multimillionaire. Multi? He only got one million and probably doesn't have it anymore. Um, I think the last I saw was two million because of. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Right. I still laugh about that, though, because they're like. He only he used to talk about millionaires and billionaires. Now he's just saying about billionaires because he's a multimillionaire. I'm like, clocking in at two million. All right, it only took him like 876 years <laughs> to do it. Damn. So if if he were to take that two million mm -hmm. and make that a hundred and fifty more times, he would have as much as Master P did before he was thirty. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, you know, he's a multimillionaire and that has skewed her perception about economics and, yeah. and wealth inequality and whatnot. Well, we all knew he was selling out when he started combing his hair. Hmm. Big grooming got to him. I've been arguing this Big forever. did. Yep. I'm telling you, he's going to show up with a weave, finger wave next a time weave. you see him. Bernie Sanders in a finger wave would be slick. 
<laughs> and a finger wave. Finger wave. What? Finger wave what's left of it, Sanders. Do it. No. Somebody Photoshop that. Make it happen. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. No. com. Bernie Sanders and a finger wave. No. Patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund. PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. My back hurts. <laughs> On September 18th, satellites observed that Arctic sea ice had reached its annual low. This year's sea ice minimum is effectively tied for the second lowest on record. And while sea ice grows and shrinks with the seasons, 2019 continues the downward trend of the extent. The trends that we've been seeing with the sea ice minimum have just been a decrease. So in the 70s, since the modern record began tracking to today, there's, there's variation from year to year, but it's really just a, a downward trend. Satellite observations show that Arctic sea ice is not only shrinking in extent, it is also becoming younger and thinner. That means less and less ice survives the annual melt. The, the Arctic has actually warmed a lot more than the, the globe as a whole. There's a, something called Arctic amplification, which means that the, the temperatures in the Arctic have warmed about two to three times the global average. A major cause of this warming is due to the loss of reflectivity, or albedo, of the sea ice. Snow-covered sea ice has a high albedo. This keeps the sun's energy from being absorbed by a dark ocean. But when sea ice begins to melt, it loses some of that reflectivity. And without the sea ice cover, the ocean will absorb most of the sun's energy. This creates a feedback loop that leads to more melting and warming in the Arctic. We care about sea ice for a variety of reasons. One being because it does have an impact on things like our weather and our climate. Because of the albedo effect, if you decrease the amount of Arctic sea ice, you start warming up the Arctic. And when you start warming up the Arctic, you can start changing the circulation of the, the jet stream, which brings weather to uh, us here in the mid-latitudes. The other, other reasons why we care about uh, sea ice, Arctic sea ice in particular, is because we've seen such big changes due to warming, melting ice, it's a, it's a good visual to show that yes, the climate is changing, and it's because of warming. NASA continues to monitor these changes to the Arctic so that we may get a better understanding of what we can expect in the future. Kick it up to high noon in the sun blaze. Pippin' on the comas and watching on my hose graze. Lazy days in my criminal ways. Fix not component, my click is most wanted. Drink them black pale pimps coming fashion. I got the blueprints for the first national. I used to stick in the dirt to show them how it works, bro. They'll never know until we walk through the front door. Now, lady, look, be on my side for the plot. As we stop to the saloon for a four-finger bourbon shot. Now, crazy eight and father time loaded up. As I saw the max reflection in the bottom of my cup. They turned the knob and brought the money from the coaches. Four gunslingers deep as we creep up like we dirty roaches. I spun the barrel on my six-shooter. 
Kerosene in a bottle with a match, I'm a true looter. Nobody moves, say a word or even ask it. Cause up in Tombstone, you lie in your fucking casket. Little nitty deuce and decal hit the TNT. Blew the lock off the safe and stuffed a hundred G's. Fly from the smoke loke, I felt my way like Helen Keller. Heard someone sneeze as I turned around and shot the teller. The whole town is up in the roof with their guns aimed. I hit the dynamite and beat them at their own game. But there was one left, chrome shield below his shoulder. Yelled to my posse, you won't live another day older. I told my homies, grab the money, meet me at the bluffs. Cause this town here ain't big enough for the both of us. I ricocheted a bitch, made bullet off the curb. With what bullet left my eyes closed and came wider. Now this is how the West was won. With my six shooter, chrome bullets, mob in my shotgun. Now he's upped it to billionaire shouldn't exist because he's now a multimillionaire. What an evil human being you are. So you want to keep your millions and lavish in your riches while launching class warfare against others? I was like, taking Jeff Bezos' money is not class warfare, ma'am. I want to call these people anti-Semitic so bad. Like It sounds like he's talking about Gargamel. She is black and a Christian conservative mom, followed by President Trump. Oh, fuck that nigga. All right, uh... <clears throat> Folks. Um, yes. Oh, you have another one. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, right now it's uh, September 24th as we are sitting in the uh, office room recording this. And a... Uh, let me check my shit. It's good. All right. A uh, transgender woman was shot multiple times. Um, I was reading a couple articles on it before. Shot in the... Um, chest and arm to my understanding she survived this and gave a description of the uh the shooter and a couple of camera angles caught the shooter's truck Hmm. um homegirl was um walking probably doesn't have access to a vehicle because of basically you cross anything with capitalism any any sort of mar- marginalization with capitalism and you're going to see a person with even less than less right right like uh right like think about somebody fucking um marginalized the most uh the most successful or accomplished if you will marginalized person you could think of and imagine how awesome they'd be if there was no capitalism or if they're a femme person, how fucking much they would have got done if there was no patriarchy holding them back at every step. Yeah, at every step. That fits. I almost said, I was like, every step or every turn? What's the best word? Every uh, level. <clears throat> yes. Every level. Some people would say level up. Patriarchy <laughs> would say glass ceiling. Hillary Clinton would say, I'm gonna kamikaze this election. <laughs> uh, fucking... And, uh, and I noticed the age, 35-year-old, mm. that's the average age they live up to. Like, she literally survived an attempted murder at the age that uh, trans women tend to live up to, mm. that that we know of. Um, so she was uh, wounded at about 11 p.m. on Friday on the uh, 11,000 block. 
of Dennis Road is typically 100, isn't it? I thought so. Yeah, it could be a typo. Uh, but on this article on um, DallasNews.com, it was uh, the 11,000 block of Dennis Road north of Royal Lane as a man strongly assumed cis pulled alongside the victim and yelled, quote, a number of slurs about her gender identity, end quote. The man shot her multiple times in the chest and arm. Officers who said uh, they are investigating the attack as a hate crime were unable to speak with the woman until Sunday because of her wounds. I wonder if they're investigating it as a hate crime because she didn't die. Ooh. Because, you know, a lot of times, like, these cases are like, oh, we don't know the motives. But in this one, like, the victim is alive and like, no, they called me this, that, and the other slur. This is, you know what I mean? Yeah, they like, just covered the woman in Oregon. Yeah. That uh, got, uh, the she was driving for Lyft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. punched and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder if part of the reason they're investigating is a hate crime is because she survived and they couldn't pull that typical... Well, we'll never know why this trans person was randomly targeted for violence and murdered. Or even uh, would have misgendered her to the news outlets. Hmm. Um, And then, of course, the article continues with what we already know if you follow this episode, that this attack follows, you know, Malaysia um, Booker Mm -hmm. and other attacks. Jesus Christ, yeah. Just Mm -hmm. attacks and murders and outright fucking viciousness excuse me um one more on topic uh pinknews.co.uk um oh, we're... lgbtqia bootlicker website oh i was gonna be like oh we're still using them okay yeah <laughs> after that little fucking stunt i'm just gonna i'm just gonna acknowledge what they are they're partisan bootlickers yes but um they still have news like this for us uh lily wakefield again lily wakefield um, on pinknews.co.uk, uh, Stonewall founder opposes trans rights may form breakaway group. Nigga, what? Right, the headline is so confusing. Yeah, you're like, wait, wait, no, do it again. That's the shit. <laughs> I think I saw when I was on break at work, and like, I'm losing break time just looking at the headline. <laughs> now to think of it, I actually didn't read the article. Yeah, I think I just looked at the headline several times, <laughs> closed it, put my device down, bite some food, pick it back up, look at it. What the fuck? Close it. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, so um, uh, let's see. Uh, twenty-two people, including a Stonewall co-founder, uh, Simon Fanshaw, they have signed an open letter stating that the charity undermines quote. Women's sex-based rights. Fuck does that even mean? I want to call cis identity extremists. I do, but I don't want to. I don't want to call it on it, but I fucking do. Uh, mm, pretty sure that's what it's going to be. The letter was published in the Sunday Times. Uh, said the uh, signatories, which is a fancy word for niggas that wrote their name down, uh, <laughs> said the signatories are considering forming a new organization which would oppose uh, gender recognition the gender recognition act reform and uh, I, I, I have that link open not so that we can go over it but so I can link it with this just in case you want to inform yourself on that if you mm-hmm. are not so already you are wine cellar heads I know you is be going to so it would make it easier for uh, trans folk to have their 
gender legally affirmed, right? What the fuck? Yeah, they're against that. That I thought it was gonna. Wow. All right. I thought they were at least gonna try to like make up some shit. That's all right. It gets worse. the The letter I, probably does. The letter read, um, it does. "Quote last act." Phoenix reads fast. <laughs> the letter read last October. A group of LGB and it ends there. Mm-hmm. Rights supporters asked um, Stonewall to commit to fostering an atmosphere of respectful debate rather than demonizing as transphobic those who wish to discuss or dissent from Stonewall's transgender policies. What? So you want to have a respectful debate about whether or not a trans woman should be legally legally recognized as a woman. Like how and right? not what get called this? transphobic for it. The fuck is this? Transphobia. Respectful debate. There's Nigga. Fine people on both sides. Jesus Christ. This shit is uh this shit'll flip your belly. Uh this here is be a quote. Oh, it must be like the letter. Okay. Um, the government continues to treat Stonewall as if it is, as if it represents the views of progressive thinking in general and specifically LGB opinion. It does not. We believe it has made mistakes in its approach that undermine women's sex-based rights and protections. How is trans women identifying as women hurting cis women's sex-based protections? Which, by the way, let's be honest, cis women don't really have anyway, but whatever. They took, they, they, they rounded up all the diaphragms or whatever else is going on there. I don't, I don't know a lot of things, folks. Like when it comes to actual sex, I'm like, (laughs) I just kind of get to bumping into each other and... (laughs) Then you look at your partner, you say, y'all, y'all, you feeling good? You're like, I'm feeling good too. We rubbing thighs? I'm rubbing thighs. Stand up, turn on some music, do the bump, whatever, whatever's happening. I'm, I'm basic. Uh, uh, they continue for some reason. We believe it has made mistakes in its approach. Okay, there it is. Uh, the most worrying aspect of this is that all primary school children are now challenged to review their gender identity and decide that they may be the opposite sex if they do not embrace outdated gender stereotypes. Is that really a thing that's happening? I don't believe them. This just sounds like a Tariq Nasheed segment, yo. Well, and also, like, challenged is a very strong word. Because, like, are they saying, like, sometimes people identify as a different gender than what's on their birth certificate? That's not, like, a challenge means I want you to sit down and think about it and write an essay and make a pros and cons list. You know what I mean? Like, challenge? Yeah, challenge. Mm. That's Mm. a thing that's happening. And then also, this is based on gender stereotypes? Yes. I just, I I just want to know how many people who are supporting this are the same type of people who say, like, if a trans woman isn't passing, she's not really a woman. Or, like, she's making a mockery of women if she doesn't pass. What, like these people and if they would say that? Yeah. Oh, again, welcome to your circular Venn diagram, chief. <laughs> the, uh, they keep saying words in this fucking letter. Uh, quote, The architect of this policy, Ruth Hunt, 
who recently resigned as Stonewall's chief executive, has surprisingly been made a life peer. Her exclusion of any alternative views has divided supporters of gay and lesbian rights in a way that may be irreparable. If Stonewall remains intransigent, there must sh- there must surely now be an opening for a new organization committed both to freedom of speech and to fact instead of fantasy. How right wing is this shit? Now, no, they also called themselves progressives. But more importantly, what was that last fucking sentence? No, nah, they said we're, they said they assume we're all progressive. I thought they said they were progressive. Hold on. Yeah, nah, run it up. They said we a state. They assume niggas is mad progressive and all that. Be word up. No, but they're all, but these people are already part of Stonewall, and they said the government treats Stonewall as if it was progressive. You see, and they're saying we're Stonewall and don't treat us as if we're progressive. Leave Stonewall. But yeah, so what did they say earlier that they want to have respectful debate? Fact instead of fantasy, last sentence. So you're basically calling trans people fantasy and then saying, but why? We're calling affirmation fantasy. Is this Bev Joe? Bev Jackson, a notorious fucking transphobe. Oh, they like quoted. Oh, they had a link to their Twitter on there. Yeah. And you found it and you were like, yeah, that's pretty good. I like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I know that name. Mm-hmm. Signed by Julie Bindle. Uh, find me a transphobe who's not a swerve. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, you know what? There needs to be another word, because swerfs and turfs are always the same people. Swerfs, I don't know. Swerf and turf, I don't know. I guess just say it that way, yeah, because it just it reminds people of eating food, that of which is of land mammals and sea creatures on yes. the same plate. Yes. And that's uh that's how it goes, Chief. <sighs> oh, I like the last sentence. If Stonewall can't defend lesbians, then we will have to look at setting up an organization that will. Because allowing trans women to exist is harmful to lesbians. Yeah. Like even more so than patriarchy, actually. Yeah, that that's actually what the trans women are waiting for. <laughs> They're like, ooh shit. Oh, you lesbians, we're gonna get ya. Now <laughs> This now I, I need everybody that's tuned into this. You need to keep this shit a secret. All right, don't mm. tell a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. There are trans women out there of whom have already infiltrated and became lesbians themselves. <laughs> All right, don't let them know. This shit is some undercover shit. You know. It, all right, hey. They're spying hey. on the lesbians. Keeping on the down smooth. All right? These are the facts, folks. All right? But don't tell anybody. Actually, don't even share this episode. I typically say share the episode with your friends. <laughs> Not this one. All right? This might be Patreon only. This might... It's Patreon only. We can't let, we them, can't let them know that trans women... There are some trans women who are actually lesbians. I might not even put this shit on Patreon. I may just make smoke signals. Well, why don't you just, like, uh, put it in the um, the trans agenda handbook? Oh, I have one. Yeah, just, like, make it, uh, like, just, you know, request an update from the council. Yeah, I'm a co-author. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, just a few edits. That's fine. I could edit my own book. <sighs> I don't... I don't like you. I don't like people. <laughs> Fuck. <it>. All right. 
that's that's WineCellarMedia.com. You tuned into it. So uh, there you are making decisions. Victim blaming the audience. Hmm? Hmm? Victim blaming. Yes. I am not Dave Chappelle. Don't, mm. don't, don't compare me to that sad ex- representation of Gen X. <sighs> All right, folks. Uh, WineCellarMedia.com. Share that website with your friends, but not the secret I told you. Don't do it. Don't share it. <laughs> Sometimes you go over to the tree and you're like, man, I don't feel like jumping or getting a ladder or nothing. I'm going to grab me some low-hanging fruit. <clears throat> and that tree is called rightwingwatch.org. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently there's an individual that goes by the name of Mark Taylor. Yes. And uh, I don't know much about this Mark Taylor individual. I don't really know anything about him. But they made an appearance on someone named Sheila Zielinski's podcast. Um, according to his own biography, he is a prophet. It says firefighter prophet. All right. He's a firefighter prophet. Oh, I think I heard this nigga on Jim Baker's shit before. Okay. So wait, a firefighter prophet? Does that mean he, like, predicts California wildfires? Um, he predicts, uh... If uh, if who's gonna fight them, and how much they won't be getting paid, yeah. and if an, a certain attorney general will fight to keep them in there, uh huh, yeah. Um, yeah, I could turn this into critique in that dark skinned white woman. Apparently, he gets his uh, information from PizzaGate and QAnon conspiracy threads. No, he doesn't. Okay, he gets his information from the truth. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. So uh so this individual made an appearance on that podcast. Hoobadoo. And rightwingwatch.org clipped it out, and then winecellarmedia.com clipped it in. We have this timeline here where the mass arrest, they can't act too quickly because they have to have certain assets in place, like judges, you know, other countries have to be uh, ready to go because this is going to be a global takedown. And so a global takedown, there needs to be assets, mm-hmm. judges and whatnot. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's find out why. And then you have another window over here where it's like it's they wait too long. And so we're in between this period of too soon and too long before we make the mass arrests. And what's happening is what the Lord has shown me is that if they wait too long, which I don't think they will, but if they do, is that it could be another Mogadishu or another Benghazi where the... What the fuck <laughs> is he talking about? Benghazi. Also, he's saying they, and I don't know who they is. Uh, I think he's talking about the, like, Trump administration arresting Democrats. So that's why... Or a cat scratching at the office door. Also that. Jamal, stop doing that. All right. Jamal is a cat that speaks English. Stop (laughs) it, Jamal. (laughs) Jamal talks back. Jamal has an attitude problem. All right. uh, Oh, Jesus. 
Can you let him in? Yeah. Um, Phoenix Cleeter is letting uh, the cat Jamal in. I'm going to pick him up and pass him on to me. <laughs> Don't go under there. You'll ruin the equipment. All right. So, uh, so they, uh. do is that it could be another Mogadishu or another Benghazi where the Patriots will rise up and say enough's enough. They will take matters into their own hands and they will drag their dead bodies through the streets. They will go. Whoa. Okay. So the Patriots are who they are. Okay. So the Patriots are they. They're going to take them out and drag their bodies through the streets? Yes. Go to these politicians' houses or offices and drag them out, okay? Because, we can, again, we want to pray against that. But I have to put that warning out there. I've been sitting on this for a year because we're, we're coming to the pinnacle here where they're going to have to act at some point because the people are not asking for justice. They're demanding it. So the government has to act. Now, if they need to buy more time because they don't have the assets in place uh, quite yet, they need to make probably one or two high-level arrests, high-profile what the fuck? Why is he... You know what? This is not as powerful as when Alex Jones says shit like this. Hmm. You know, because it's like it's like they're getting ready, like... I get what he's doing, sort of a preemptive victim blaming of we warned you that we were gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Warned you we were gonna fuck you up. And, and, like, Alex Jones does that, but, like, it's way more dangerous. Like, f- we, you know, we covered it. Like, we have an episode where, and remember, we played the audio yeah. where Alex Jones tells his audience that Antifa is killing, what, Trump supporters? Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, this is similar to that, but it's, like, low grade. Yeah. This guy makes probably one or two high level arrests, high profile. He's not as charismatic. He's not as charismatic. But I think that's also like his style because he's more in the Alex Jones is like, I'm angry and telling you the truth. And this guy's like, I'm hearing it from God. I am a prophet telling you what Jesus told me type Mm. shit. Yeah. Because you can't be like angry and yelling and cussing people out when you're doing it for Jesus. And folks, remember the kind of poser that Alex Jones is. Never forget, Alex Jones' father was a dentist, and Alex Jones had his way paid through college by all the paper his father was making. (laughs) Okay? Like, he is an educated business person that knows how to get his yaper, as E-40 would call it. Yes. I'll arrest, perp walk him on national television so that people will see that justice is going to be done. Where... Perp walk him on. Jesus Christ, what are you, a target manager with an employee that didn't do well? <laughs> Remember that shit? The yes. store target where they yes. fucking would wa- like shame walk the staff around the building? Mm-hmm. I think they've got to make the arrest before January if they're going to make them this year. Because if he arrests anyone after January when campaign season starts, it's going to make it look like he's just arresting those that oppose him. So uh, they have a window of time between now and the end of the year to make these arrests. That's what God has shown me as far as this timeline. We have this. Okay. So. Oh, he also said Barack Obama is going to be executed for treason. Yeah. So you know what else he's doing? He makes this prediction three months out. It doesn't happen. He never comes back to it in response to it. Oh, he's been saying this for two years that they're like on the verge of making the arrests of all these like corrupt child rapist Democrats. I want to know if every time he said it, he put a different month to it. Oh, yeah, he does. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Because that's the thing. Because he's already hedging it. If you hear, he keeps saying, if they need to buy some time, if they need to buy some time. He's like, oh, well, they bought some time. (laughs) It's fucking Well, they came up there. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, he also said that uh, concealed weapons can keep the Red Cross from sacrificing you to demonic entities. What? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the important thing to know is uh, we're about to uh, see a bunch of Democrats arrested by January. Oh, and yeah, perp walked sure. on national television. And if not in a few months, then there's going to be Democrats murdered and drugged through the streets. Sure. <laughs> again, like ye of little faith, the proletarian that he thinks is going to do this again, like we said in another segment that we recorded tonight, like to get to those politicians, they have to go through Everything them niggas in Ferguson got attacked with. Yeah. But you have to show up as the aggressor against these tanks and MRAPs and shit. Go ahead. Like, you realize you have to be sneaky about it and do little sneaky, grimy shit to hit anybody up. And even then, like, I mean, what, they got Gabby Giffords? Yeah. That's one. And she's, if the last time last time that I checked, she was <laughs> still in the Senate. Right. All right. Yeah. So that that that's what I have for that. I don't know what Phoenix Cleeter's deal is. Bringing what? these segments. What? That's her thing. I'm trying to let you know that the Democrats need to be careful before they're brought out through the streets after they're killed by patriots because they weren't arrested by Trump. You know what? You actually have to go through Kamala Harris. That's an actual cop. Uh, <laughs> fucking, folks. Uh, Patreon.com slash Seller Media Fund. What up? Did you want to do another one on this segment? Oh, on the same one? That's what you said. All right. Smash them together. Damn. All right. No, I, I was actually thinking two separate ones. But smash them together. Smash them together. man. I didn't articulate it well. That's all. Uh, a Florida couple was caught having sex. Nah. In the back of a... Nah. Take a guess. Nah, I'm going to turn the show off. <laughs> Come on, you got to guess. Police car. Yes. After DUI arrests. It's Florida. Wait a second. Did, were they cuffed? We about to find out. Jesus fucking Christ. Were they their own cuffs? <laughs> we about to find out. <laughs> A Florida couple are facing multiple charges after they started having sex in the back of a police car after they were already under arrest on DUI charges, police say. A Nassau County Sheriff's deputy saw Megan Mondanaro, age 35, and Aaron Seth Thomas, 31, riding bikes without lights. What? I told you, nigga. Damn. Yeah. Like, that. that's why, nigga, I, I, I spent, um, because... At the time that I knew of it, um, it was 60 bucks per light missing. One for the front, one for the back was the ticket you'd be written. But apparently if they were drunk, then yeah, like that's, it's seen as a vehicle. Okay. Is it really a libertarian wasteland if you get fined $120 for not having lights? Yes. That is one of the key pieces of legislation <laughs> that makes it a libertarian fucking wasteland. All right. Uh, so they were riding bikes without lights uh, around 11.30 p.m. Friday in Fer, uh, Fernandina Beach, according to arrest reports obtained by USA Today. Both riders cut into the middle of the road and were nearly hit by a car, which led the deputy to conduct a traffic stop. In the report, the deputy said he, quote, detected a strong odor of alcoholic beverage emitting from the both of them. 
The deputy, deputy also noted that both had bloodshot and watery eyes and were slurring their words. What the fuck happened to her face? Um, they Whoa. just did her mugshot and she looks like maybe she cracked her head on pavement or something. Oh, she did it or the cop did Someone it? Someone did it. Yeah. Um, things got strange after both Thomas and Mondanaro were arrested on DUR char- charges and placed in the back of a deputy's patrol car. While I was outside my patrol vehicle, Megan and Aaron took off their clothes and started to have sex, said the arresting deputy. He didn't... Cuff them? It doesn't sound like he cuffed them. He's like, ah, it's Florida and they're drunk. Why restrain them? What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Man, no one's peed on my leg and said, fuck Trump yet, so Hmm. I think I'm all right. Uh, All right. Uh, When I opened up my door to stop them, Erin was naked and Megan had her pants down where her vaginal area was visible. I also observed her bra was halfway off and her breasts were fully visible. Nigga, how long were you looking? (laughs) Also, how long were you gone that they basically both had time to get naked? Like, listen to the way. Is this this a quote from the The, fucking pig? From the arrest report, yeah. That nigga was touching himself for a second before he said, hey, stop it there. Well, stop it in a second. Stop Stop isn't actually my safe word. It's just to make things more adventurous. Wow. Um, Thomas was removed from the patrol car and managed to get away from another deputy at the scene. What the fuck? Wait, he was naked, though. So he just ran away from police naked? Was he naked with his shoes what? on? Here we go. Why are white men always naked? Cis identity extremists. <laughs> One of our biggest downloaded episodes, and it's still a mystery. Like, you realize that someone from a decent distance was able to see and say, is that a naked white man running again? Yes. It's like they're not even, it's, it's almost like that whole thing with young white cis hetero men and streaking. Oh, it's yeah. It's like just practice for white on white crime adulthood. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so Thomas was removed from the patrol car and managed to get away from another deputy at the scene before he was apprehended behind a cold stone creamery. <laughs> because parking lot brings such a great representation of capitalism, a police state, a libertarian wasteland, a cis identity extremist. You've got everything there. Because to my understanding, Cold Stone Creamery is where you go to get bacon on your ice cream and shit. Yeah, it's a little wild. Like, fucking, well, what, what do you want on your ice cream? Cocaine. You got it? Fuck yeah, we got it. <laughs> Bricks. Um, all right. So he was apprehended behind a Cold Stone Creamery. He was taken to a hospital for treatment before sent to the Nassau County Detention Center. All right. Uh, oh, man. A search of Thomas's backpack turned up seven cans of alcoholic malt beverage. Malt beverage. I feel personally attacked by this segment. Um, <laughs> oh wait, hold on, it's okay. Uh, the alcoholic malt beverage for loco. Oh fuck! <laughs> and it was multiple cans. Yes. So he may have had sixteen locos. <laughs> Apparently, that is just the right amount of loco. <laughs> he was bojacking. Okay, I understand. <laughs> oh wow! All right. Uh, Mondanaro became violent. Oh, and started kicking at another deputy while being moved to another car. Um, which, uh, according to the report, which added Mondanaro was placed on the ground to stop her from hurting anyone. We saw her face, though. 
placed oh. on the ground. Yeah, and I mean, is she white passing to you? You're, you're, uh, she looked white to me. And again, what do I say when fucking white male cops attack white women? They fuck up their face. Now, again, I'm no real researcher, got no real funding behind this. It's not like I've conducted a study. Mm-hmm. This is just my personal anecdote off of watching multiple videos since 2011, and I constantly see this. You know, another one, like, the two major ones that really stand out was the one where, in the audio of the video, you can hear hear her cheek break when she hits the ground when he slams her down yeah and then he puts his knee on the back of her head and grinds the shattered bones together yeah like smash like just grind well i said it grind them together and the other one was where they tasered uh i think she was a teenager if i remember right mm-hmm. tasered her in the face and killed her yeah with the taser yeah. White men go for white women's faces, and I really think it's some patriarchal, misogynistic shit where it's yeah. like, I'm going to take away what makes you pretty under my patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And also the one where, um, I think that was at uh, the Occupy Wall Street, where she was like handcuffed sitting on the curb, and he just casually walked by and kicked her in the fucking face. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that shit. Fuck, man. Occupy Wall Street. Holy shit. That was like the... That, that was like the beginning of the Bernie bro. Yeah, honestly, it was. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like... Like, a Sanders was gonna come up next. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, like Thomas, she was taken to the hospital for treatment before going to Nassau County Detention Center. Both were given breathalyzers at the jail. Mondanaro blew a point... A zero, uh, ooh, zero six two. And Thomas blew a .145. Holy shit. How the fuck did this nigga run away from anybody? .145? That's high as fuck. How do you run? I mean, all it took was .145 to beat the Clinton. Uh, That's not (laughs) funny. (laughs) Um... And the deputy noted it should be uh, said that should be noted that the time delay from the uh, stop to the breath test was three hours and twenty one minutes. The time delay from the stop to the breath test. Mm-hmm. It took them three hours to test this nigga's breath. <laughs> Apparently, so he was running out. He was hiding in the Coldstein Creamery parking lot. <clears throat> that's the real resistance. Damn. Yo, that's resistance rises. Far I as can't I'm even. I can't even imagine. And naked. I... He was naked. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. And maybe even still aroused. Possibly. Also, peep how they only have her mug shot in here and not his. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. But yeah, so uh, the moral of the story, kids, keep lights on your bikes and uh, don't have sex in police cars. Yeah, I literally actually still have my uh, my bicycle light. Well, I have the front ones. I don't have the back light. I have my front lights down in the basement. I And, and I have them with the rechargeable batteries, with the chargers. Yeah. Because uh, I do hope to get another bicycle again because I like riding a bicycle and Reefer's gonna be legal out here, and man, I like toking on some reefer and just pedaling a bicycle around a park. Yeah. Yeah, we just, I need to find out where there's a good bicycle park out here. 
Well, you can take like the prairie path. Okay, yeah, just lace me up with that, and yeah. uh, I'll get. It me runs in. like right by the stop, that major stoplight when we when you go to work. Oh, the one where the tow truck went through the red light. Yeah, because you know if you look to the right, right there, there's like a bike tunnel. Okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. So, do you think it may like connect to this neighborhood? Um, it might. I mean, it immediately goes to like veers to the right because there's a park over there, like a like a forest preserve. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be dope. I'd enjoy that, man. Just listening to some records, blazed and riding a bicycle. Hell yeah! All right, folks. Uh, there we go. A little, uh, little, little under a twenty minute segment, and uh, we'll go ahead and upload this and uh, give yourself some goddamn wine cellar, buddy. All right, and I'm back on the overtime shifts. Uh, tomorrow is a 14-hour day. Today was 12. Thursday, Friday will be 12, and I will be on Saturday or Sunday, not both days. Hopefully, Fiends Leader gets that job with Swap, and I swear to fuck, I might leave this motherfucker and take a job close by home. That would be nice. I would like to have a job close by home. I there, think yeah. that would be much more helpful, both for yeah. sleep schedules and for the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because apparently a down payment on a car out here is $2,000. Yes. The fuck? We can't crowdfund that. No, you can't. No. Yeah, especially considering, like, we're crowdfunding from, like, other people that need money. Right. Yeah. Right. I think I made a tweet about that, like, crowdfunding when you're poor is basically just everyone gets ahead $5 one week and gives it to someone else and then asks for it back a month later. <laughs> like, basically what that is. Uh. Yeah. And it's ill because it's like work all those overtime hours and it's like, where'd the money go? And it's like, okay, but we do have a, a compact washing machine and dryer. Right. You got to see the dryer. It's fucking, it's like a kitten of dryers. <laughs> it's, it comes up to what? Like our knees, like oh our God. thighs. Almost like almost mid thigh. Yeah. It's a low dryer. It's, uh, it's on a little cart on the kitchen like, floor. If it was a skirt, it would be appropriate wear for a woman in the 1960s. That's how <laughs> It would be. <laughs> oh, right. It's not even like high enough to be a mini skirt. Damn, you know how people make sports metaphors for everything? I think we could actually make misogyny metaphors for everything. Really? If we work on it. All right. You think we can't? <laughs> yeah, we can. She just looked at me. She doesn't know that doesn't translate well to radio. <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, let's get the heck darn out of here, buddy. All right, winecellarmedia.com, paypal.me slash phoenixandwilliam, patreon.com slash winecellarmediafund. Remember the, uh, the Patreon, that's where um, when I put up shit, early release, very rarely do I do uh, Patreon only and it just stays that way. It's typically just going to be early release. Like some folks may have noticed, Phoenix Cleater Swapcast, people on Patreon got all four episodes in like 36 hours but they did hit the socialized feed every 24 hours for everyone else mm. so they eventually all did come out but you know patreon folks grab it first and tune into it and also remember from another segment don't tell them that secret i told you <laughs> okay okay mm-hmm